Welcome to the BGS M podcast. My name is Liam West. I'm a junior doctor in the Oxford Deanery and a member of the BGSM editorial team. I'm really excited to introduce my guest today, Professor Mark Batt, who has been pivotal in the recognition of sport and exercise medicine as a medical specialty here in the UK. Professor Batt is a consultant in sport and exercise medicine based in Nottingham and also acts as the director of the Arthritis Research UK Centre for Sport, Exercise and Osteoarthritis. He's worked across a various sporting codes and is the immediate past president of the Faculty of Sport and Exercise Medicine here in the UK. And as I said, for a junior like myself, it's actually a privilege to be able to chat with you. So firstly, welcome to the podcast, Professor Bat. Liam, thanks very much. You're too kind. That was, uh, <laughs> that was lovely. So thanks for that introduction. No worries. So to start with, um, you're one of the keynote speakers at the upcoming London Isokinetic Football Medicine Conference. Uh, and your talk here is titled potential consequences of joint injury. Can you touch upon what you'll be covering for our listeners and maybe give away a few things if that's okay? Yes, certainly. So um, perhaps appropriately, uh, our session, which is called Aging of the Football Player, is actually one of the last sessions um, of the meeting in London. Um, and actually, my talk is, in, is, is the first of, um, of the group of talks. And it's, it's possibly the wrong way around because Marco Narici, who works um, with us here in Nottingham, um, he's giving a talk um, which possibly should go first, which is uh, well, he'll doubtless reflect on age-related sarcopenia. Mm-hmm. So the fact that, you know, like it or not, as we age, we're going to lose muscle. Um, and that's obviously pertinent to aging footballers. Um, but nonetheless, what I shall talk about in my talk, potential consequences of injury will be osteoarthritis risk factors, uh, trying to get a, an understanding of, um, of what we mean by osteoarthritis. So whether we're talking about pain, uh, structural damage, or a particular endpoint, such as a surgical procedure. Mm-hmm. And then turn it back towards consequence of injuries in terms of um, pathology. Um, and then because it's a football conference, we'll talk about retirement from football and you know, the understanding from that. If you're retiring from football through injury, um, it's very likely then that you'll have reduced physical activity and that'll have consequences for your overall health. Yeah. Um, and then I should talk a little bit about um, the footballer's study within the centre um, mm-hmm. as part of many of the studies we're doing in a bunch of different sports including uh, football, rugby, cricket, uh, Olympians, and so on. So that's, that's what I hope to cover. Having said that, that's pretty ambitious in, um, in a short space of time. I think we've got 15 minutes, but I shall certainly do my best. Okay, that, well, I mean, that's good. Hopefully, I'll whet the appetite for the, those delegates that are attending and mm. those that might want to attend. Um, you mentioned there about the centre and the fact that they're actually looking at osteoarthritis and other um, pathology outside of football or to a wider remit. Can you... Uh, you're, you're the director of the Arthritis Research UK Centre. Can you just take us through why this centre was set up and what were its aims? Yes, yeah, certainly. So the centre was set up um, originally by our Osteoarthritis um, Research UK following a meeting that was held um, in 2010. So this was a meeting jointly hosted by uh, ARUK and the Institute of Sport and Exercise Medicine in London, where Effectively, they asked the great and the good globally to coalesce and, and, and answer questions about tackling injury and osteoarthritis in sport. So really to ask the question, is this an important research area? 
And there was an overwhelming response that, yes, it was, and, and, and thus a bidding process was started for this new centre. And I would say that our centre of sport exercise and osteoarthritis sits within a portfolio of um, Arthritis Research UK centres of, um, I believe there are eight or nine centres now across the country looking very broadly from primary care, biomechanics, pathogenesis of osteoarthritis, um, pain, uh, aging, um, and so on and so forth. So, so we sit in a, in a very good environment for research alongside other centers. So that's how we came in, into being. For me, it was, it was fantastic because we were able to embed this center uh, in an NHS trust, um, and that's relatively unusual, but a teaching hospital is a very good place for it to be, and I, I have a full-time NHS contract. Um, and so that was relatively unusual. It allowed me personally to indulge in this fusion of sport, injury, and osteoarthritis. Um, we have an amazing center structure um, with you know, a huge wealth of talent spread across Nottingham, Oxford, Southampton, Bath, Loughborough, UCL, and Leeds universities. Um, so that brings a, a lot of uh, fantastic researchers who will be well known to listeners uh, together in one place. Um, when I say one place, um, it, it's somewhat virtual um, and also as well as um, our key co-applicants that I've just mentioned, we're very interested to work with other people in this country and indeed across the world. So we have associates um, in a number of different countries um, across the world. That's a bit of a call to action for people if they want to get involved and try and get hold of yourselves, really. Yeah, most certainly. And, you know, our website, www.sportsarthritisresearchuk.org, is a great place to start. So have a look at the, the website, get a feel for, for what we're doing. And perhaps in a moment I can just explain to you the structure of our work packages and how they look and perhaps mention a few of the studies. Um, I'd be happy to do that. But in essence, you know, what we're really interested in is understanding consequence of injury, and indeed, uh, you know, the charity was pretty clear at the outset that they wanted this centre not to spend a lot of time looking at injury surveillance and injury prevention, but instead to have a focus on consequence of injury. Now, that's not to say we're not interested in surveillance and prevention. Indeed, we are, and of course, necessarily have strayed to an extent because it's a, it's a complex Venn diagram. Mm -hmm. um, but but our primary focus is trying to understand the consequence of injury. Yeah, no, for sure. And you, you mentioned there that some of the fantastic work that's coming out of the centre. Um, mm. Do you want to take the listeners through some of this work and, and maybe parts that you're you're proud of? Or yeah, sure. Well, I'll say as director, I'm I'm proud of everybody who belongs <laughs> to our centre. We've got 34 PhDs, 20 of which a directly university or, uh, or Arthritis Research UK funded. We've got an additional 14 value-added PhDs that are associated with the centre through their supervisors. And there's, you know, there's really a very wide range of activities um, so that in Southampton, we've got students looking at how exercise and movement patterns can protect the body during movement, sport, and potentially prevent injury. Um, I indicated we've got, we're doing a number of epidemiologically based studies. 
So in Oxford, we're looking at, um, at rugby and injuries in rugby uh, in conjunction with um, retired blues players initially and subsequently in, in professional rugby. And that's following a methodology that uh, will be applied to the football's retired footballer study um, and similarly um, in cricket. Mm. Um, in Nottingham, I've got a PhD student who's um, looking at running and the relationship of running to osteoarthritis, and we're hoping to work with Park Run to investigate that relationship um, further. Um, we've got studies with the military, our colleagues in Bath, and um, our colleagues at Headley Court um, are looking at rehabilitation uh, of, of military injuries uh, and particularly following this um, cohort of, of battle-injured um, service personnel. Um, so there's a huge um, area of interest. We're interested in exercise adherence um, in Oxford, developing new biomarkers for acute injury. Um, and here in Nottingham, we want to uh, start a, a new cohort of severe ankle injuries. There's a lot of work on around the knee, relatively little focused on the ankle, and yet we know that about a third of people do poorly post-ankle sprain, but it just often will take a little bit longer for those changes to take place. Um, and so we're doing a study with... Um, with, with individuals who are Ottawa rules positive, so go for x-ray, but are x-ray negative um, in casualty. Um, and so we want to understand what happens to this group over a long period of time. So, Liam, there's just a, you know, a tiny smattering of, of some of the work, and you know, I apologize uh, to those um, working on other projects that I happen not to have mentioned because there are too many to mention right now, but uh, all the information is on our website. So I'll take the blame for asking for a bit of brevity, but I think it gives the listeners um, a nice flavour of the work that's coming out, and hopefully they'll, they'll understand that it's more than just football as we started the uh, the podcast. And I will put up a link so people can go away and at their own leisure read some of the papers that are coming out of the centre. So I think yeah, that would be good. And just and just to say that you know broadly our research program is based across four work packages. Mm -hmm. So work package one that my colleague, Professor Nigel Arjun, who's the co-director of the centre, looks after in Oxford is, uh, is our epidemiological studies. Yeah. Uh, work package two um, is a biomarker work package that Rob Kerslake, who's a consultant radiologist here in Nottingham, is looking after the dry biomarker piece, so principally diagnostic imaging uh, Ali Mobishari, who's recently moved from Nottingham to the University of Surrey, is looking after wet biomarkers, so what you can measure from blood, synovial fluid, urine, and, and, and so forth. And Mark Lewis in Loughborough is looking after our animal sparing models work. And then work package three is about interventions that Professor Maria Stokes in Southampton looks after. So this is some early studies looking at, at, at interventions whether it be exercise therapy um, or, 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 or novel compounds. And then lastly, but by certainly not least, is work package four, which is our translation package that James Bilson in, in Bath looks after. Um, so we're very keen that if we've got scientific news to spread, that we have an effective way of doing it. So we have a specific pa package uh, based around translation, Liam. 
That's great. And some good homework reading there for the uh, listeners. Okay, I, th I think we we can narrow the um, spectrum down now. And so for, for the more junior listeners, um, can you just give a bit of tips sort of how do you ensure that all of this research remains clinically relevant and, and can actually be translated to improve the care of patients or indeed athletes? Okay. So you asked at the outset how the centre came into being. And so mm -hmm. Arthritis Research UK um, went out and asked primarily researchers and scientists, you know, is this an important question? But we have a very strong public patient involvement group um, that helps keep us grounded. So all our studies go through our PPI group um, for them um, to, to look at. And in time, as we mature, uh, as with any good researcher, uh, having PPI involvement right at the start of studies, which includes setting the research question, is tremendously important. So that helps keep one's research relevant. Mm -hmm. And to an extent, we have a, a different sort of PPI group, which is our sports advisory group. So this is a group of primarily sports physicians who work with a number of our key national governing bodies of sport and provide us with a sanity check as to what we're doing, but moreover can bring their research questions into the centre and um, hopefully we can help answer um, some of their key questions, whether the questions come from rugby, football, cricket, golf, um, you name it, um, a, a, a different range uh, within the sports advisory group. And then last but not least, as I said earlier, we've got an entire work package that's based around translation. Mm. Um, so trying to keep what we're doing relevant. That's great. So just communicate with many people about the ideas yeah. you have and things like that. Yeah. Okay. So let's let, let's just hone in j just as we end this podcast on osteoarthritis. Um, so I think most of our listeners will, will understand the current and, and, and the archaic treatments, but where do you see the, the future treatment of osteoarthritis heading, or are there any medications or treatments in the pipeline that we may not know about? So I think one of the things that we need to do a lot better is identify those at risk. Mm -hmm. um, so that's really understanding that there may well be different phenotypes of osteoarthritis. So a little bit like, for example, breast cancer, where there's increasing appreciation that um, this may represent a group of conditions, it may well be the same is true uh, for osteoarthritis. So if we can better identify those at risk and phenotypes, it provides us with the opportunity to provide more personalized care through stratified medicine. Um, so trying to provide the right treatment for the right patient at the right time. Mm. Um, so I think that's going to be one of one of the keys, and um, and through colleagues, uh, particularly uh, my co-director Professor Nigel Arden, developing a predictive tool to help predict those at risk of post-traumatic osteoarthritis would be really key. I think the other area, as I alluded to earlier, is this um, potential for collaboration with other Arthritis Research UK centres. Mm -hmm. um, so that throughout these centres, there's a, a wealth of, of, of talent of different people looking at this problem from different angles. So as I said, here in Nottingham, it's great because um, David Walsh and his team um, have the pain centre. 
Paul Greenough, Professor Paul Greenough, looks after the ageing centre with uh, Professor Janet Lord in, in Birmingham. So there's, there's, there's different ways of looking at the same problem, and I think that's incredibly helpful. That's great. Um, and, and there's a nice clear message, I think, there to be had for the listeners. So thank you very much for your time there, Professor Bat. Before we finish, I Great. have got one um, thing for the listeners. So, Perfect. Um, at the end of this year, um, December the 17th, mm-hmm. the Centre will hold a conference on physical activity and osteoarthritis with a number of uh, keynotes uh, internationally and from different sports. Um, so it's going to be held at the National Centre for Sport and Exercise Medicine, East Midlands, so on the Loughborough University campus. And it's a fantastic opportunity to understand this relationship between physical activity, exercise, sport, injury, and, and osteoarthritis. So that's December the 17th um, of this year. Great. And uh, is there a link for that? Is there a website URL? Yeah, yeah on the website, we'll, we'll have, certainly have a link. The program is being finalized um, currently. And yes, that, uh, through the website, please. Perfect. Sounds like a great event, and we'll make sure that that goes up in the blurb for this podcast. So I'll I'll say it again. Thank you very much for your time, Professor Bat. It's an absolute pleasure, Liam. Thanks very much to you and the team at the British Journal of Sport, Exercise, Medicine. Uh, as ever, it's a pleasure to work with you. No worries. So as I mentioned at the start, uh, Professor Bat is one of over 180 world-renowned names on the program for the upcoming Isokinetic Football Medicine Conference. That's occurring in London on the 11th to the 12th of April of this year. Um, The conference website, if you're interested, is footballmedicinestrategies.com. So that leaves me to say thank you for listening to this BGSM podcast, and I hope you have a physically active day.